Why watch that as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. Critic. Yes. We're on Twitter. What? We're on Facebook. What's a Facebook? We're on Instagram. (laughs) And we are on the WWW. But guess what else we're on? What? We're on YouTube! Oh! (laughs) YouTube! That's right. We have our own channel. Yes, there you can find our episodes, some trailers, and a whole lot more we're cooking up. And we have a very, very special opportunity for you. That's right. If you subscribe at YouTube, our channel there, this month of July, you will be entered to win a custom watching plan from Why Watch That. If you win, yeah, we'll tell you, hey, here's some things for you, just you, to check out. We will curate that thing for you. Ew, why watch that? We're kind of nice over here, aren't we? We sure are. So if you're interested in that, and heck, you should be on the YouTube anyway. The YouTube. See how I say it like old man? <laughs> Not just a YouTube. <laughs> be on the YouTube anyway at our channel, Why Watch That. Subscribe in July, and maybe you'll know what to watch from here forth. Ooh. A why watch that sneak peek. Speaking of interesting selections. Yeah. You saw maybe the most interesting selection at TIFF. Now you will review it for us. It will be out in theaters uh, on Friday, October 18th. What are we talking about? Jojo Rabbit. Oi, oi. One people's choice. (laughs) Yes. And if you haven't heard of it, if you didn't hear the ref's intro to it during our TIFF coverage, you're about to get it. It's directed by Taika Waititi. Now, if you don't know Taika Waititi, think of the last Thor movie. He directed it. Think of what we do in the shadows. Mm. That comes from his brain. So you're going, when you hear what the ref's talking about, you're going, why is he directing this and writing it Mm. based on a book? Now it stars Roman Griffin Davis, Thomas and McKenzie from Leave No Trace. Taika Waititi, of course, is in it. He loves directing himself as a certain person. <laughs> Rebel Wilson is in it. Uh, and Sam Rockwell, Scarlett Johansson is popping up here and others. So tell us, Ref, oh, what boy. in the world is going on in this movie? Well, this is another one of those movies where it's polarizing. <laughs> and <laughs> maybe exactly for what you think. Okay, so it is the tail end of World War II. We all know what happens at the end of World War II, but unfortunately Germany didn't, or did they know what was going to happen? You have a little boy whose name, they nicknamed him as Jojo. And he is an eccentric little boy played by Roman, as you said. Uh, Very eccentric, uh, is completely one of those boys who's excited about being a part of something bigger and greater, and he's a German. 
and he has an imaginary best friend. But before we get to the imaginary best friend, his mother, played by Scarlett Johansson, Rosie, sends him off to a camp. And this camp is full of little boys and little girls, little little German, little blondies, little uh, German girls and German boys. And basically, their camp leader, played by Sam Rockwell, the captain says, hey, I'm going to make good German men and women out of you. And what does that mean at the tail end of World War II? Yes, it's a Nazi German. <laughs> it's or a Nazi camp. It's a Nazi camp. It's preparing the next generation of Nazis who will carry on the beliefs and the uh, the aspirations of their leader, as we know as Adolf Hitler. Little Jojo, I said, remember he has an imaginary friend. Well, he has this imaginary friend because he's not the most popular kid. He doesn't quite complete all the tasks in the camp. He's not the fastest. He's not the greatest. But he has the most heart because he and his imaginary friend talk every day. And when there's anything major that happens to Jojo Rabbit, he consults with his imaginary friend. Who do you think his imaginary friend is? Oh, goodness. It is Adolf Hitler, yes, played by Taika himself. (laughs) And so now you're thinking, okay, what kind of movie are we in here? You're saying that this little boy has an imaginary friend in the guise of Adolf Hitler. And I'm saying absolutely. Now, as things go along, there's something that happens to Jojo that requires him to stay at home and be nursed back to health. And while he's at home, there is this mysterious, these sounds going on. And and Adolf, his imaginary friend, is like, what's going on here? We should be practicing, you know, our Cree. And we should be, you know, talking about how Jewish people eat their babies. And all this horrible things, obviously done in a comedic way. Um, So, you know, there it is. And And the noises he hears appears before him. It's a little girl trapped in his walls. Now his mother doesn't quite believe what he's... He can't share with his mother what he's discovered. Who is this little girl? Why is she trapped in his walls? Is it a ghost? Is he imagining it? Is she real? Because she keeps popping up all over everywhere. (laughs) Scaring the daylights out of little Jojo and Adolf. Both of them are scared. (laughs) And come to find out it's a little Jewish girl. And somebody's been hiding her in mm. his walls. Who is it? I'm not going to give it away who it is. I'm not going to give it away what happens because of her being in the walls. Because remember, it's a hostile Germany. And the Jews are supposed to be out at the, they don't call them camps. They call them, they take train rides. <laughs> Little oh. Jojo goes, send them on the trains. And, oh. um, then finally we have Scarlett Johansson coming to terms with there's a little girl in her wall. Does she have any part of that? Is there a whole secret of Jojo that he doesn't know about him and his family? Is this really going to be a war that he's going to win? How is his relationship with his imaginary hero and friend pan out by the time you get to the end of this movie? Well, that's Jojo Rabbit. And of course, in between, you've got all kinds of characters. Again, you don't cast Rebel Wilson for nothing. Right. And you don't cast Sam Rockwell for sure for nothing. 
um, or, or even Stephen Merchant for that, uh, or Archie Yates, uh, which you will find more about about that little kid. He is a star. That's all I have to say. So this is kind of the review, or it is the review. Jojo Rabbit is a satire. It's labeled on their posters as an anti-hate satire. And they have to do that because the character that Taika plays is Adolf Hitler. And the little things that he gets Jojo, little troubles and the little ways that kind of, you know, the, 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 the little situations that he gets Jojo in are situations that are interesting. You know, Taika helped um, bring this to life in his screenplay. The, the situations that get him into trouble kind of boils down to this quote from the movie that I wrote down um, when I saw it at the film festival. And that is, you're not a Nazi, Jojo. You're a 10-year-old kid who likes dressing up in a funny uniform and wants to be part of a club. Mm. And that is definitely a comment on some of the hate groups that we see today. And so when you see Adolf Hitler, you see Taika, who does... I hate to say it, but I mean, he does a great job. <laughs> He's hilarious. He's funny. And not oh. to like make Hitler funny, but to show the ridiculousness of the thoughts. Right. Right. And by the time you see the very end of his character, you see, you know, what he boils down to. I thought it was a very interesting, smart choice to make it a satire and not treat this as the next, um, what was that Spielberg movie? Um, with, Schindler's uh, List. Schindler's List, or that's not Taika's style. Then you have Scarlett Johansson, who plays this wacky cadoodle mother, who may be hiding more secrets than you think she's hiding. And I thought she was a, a great choice because she couldn't look more German. And we know that you know Scarlett Johansson in real life is Jewish. And uh, but she's blonde and blue haired, or blonde and blue eyed, and it just was a, a good fit. Now, Sam Rockwell's character, the captain of these little boys, um, he plays a certain character himself. <laughs> who It seems like everybody's hiding something. And his character certainly is hiding something major um, that you will find out. And he is hilarious. Um, by the time you get to the end of this experience, and we'll kind of wrap it up, you realize that if you know Taika at all, he likes to do things in extreme. And ironically, not everybody wants to see this particular part of history in an extreme manner. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's got polarizing reviews. That's why some of the critics loved it or hated it. Um, it did get People's Choice Award, which it, TIFF is a is an indicator for best picture. They've called it year after year after year. Definitely not just only a winner, but they have def if you get the people's choice award at TIFF, you most likely will at least be nominated. Mm -hmm. And so the thing about Jojo rabbit, if you choose to go see it this weekend is that if you're going to watch it, I would suggest watching it in the eyes and light of Taika Watiti, Watiti, Watiti. <laughs> Watch it in his eyes, because if you go in and making it personal and acting like it's real and, you know, how dare he make light of the situation, I think the point is to make light of it. And not light of it as in, it's the point is people are making light of of, of some of the hate 
groups that are out there today and how easy it is to slip into how ridiculous it is. And I thought it was very smart to do it in the eyes of a child because a child will believe anything. A child will have anybody be his hero. And a child doesn't do things because they believe, oh, this is the right thing. It believes because they were told. And so I think that if you choose to go see it, realize that you're not seeing somebody who's making fun of the Holocaust or making fun of the terrible things or making light of it. But instead, he's asking us to examine just how easy it is for something of this nature to come to pass if we don't truly look at what we're doing and see who our heroes are and why there are heroes and why we do the things that we do. Why do we choose to do the things we do? Now, I will say it's a rough, a little rough movie, meaning it d dives in and out of genres. So it is satire, but then to his detriment, I think, he's decided to take some serious turns and it all, it didn't, it didn't land. He even, he even had elements of horror um, especially when we're introduced to the little girl on the walls. So I wasn't ready to take the turns with him all the way, but by the time I got to the end of it, I thought it was an experience, and I did appreciate him for the experience, and certainly you will be talking about it. Wow. Well, I think that's a wrap yeah. on the film festivals this year, Ref. Bye -bye. Wow. Amazing way to end it. And I'll say this. Jojo Rabbit is almost indicative of this movie year. We have some strange things going, some interesting interpretations of old ideas, and we'll see how that pans out throughout uh, awards season to yeah. come. Ugh. <laughs> so don't worry, everybody. 2020 is coming, and that means more movies will be coming. It never ends. <laughs>